0: The only thing I'll say about this coach, right? So we, we get into the Giants, coach. Back to the Giants for a second. Obviously, in my opinion, I think in most opinion, they're going to be drafting a quarterback, right? They're going to lose most of these games, whether or not they lose all of them, whether or not you know, DeVito plays, whether or not they, they bring in Barkley or Matt Barkley or whomever to play quarterback. The schedule does lighten up, but this team stinks. So they're going to lose games. They're going to be at the top of the draft. I think they're going to be drafting a quarterback. And for me, moving forward, as much as I'm down on Coach Table, and I don't know how you can't be. I mean, he's just, nothing has gone right for him. Nothing he's done has gone right. I mean, mistakes all over the team. Just, just bad mistakes left and right. The penalties at different games has cost them. He's forgotten how to win. He has the jet game one. He blows it. And by the way, I, I didn't harp on this in the open, but tell me again how... The Giants were idiots for not, go, not going for it on fourth and one and kicking that field goal. Because look what happened. They almost went for it on fourth and one offsides. They went for it on fourth and one. The touch push didn't get it. This team never gets it on fourth and one. To so harken back to that. I'm not going to kill Dable for kicking that field goal, even with an, an injured Gano. I don't care. The Giants don't get it on fourth and one. They just don't do it. They stink. I, I don't like the play call. That's fair. But still, they just stink. So tell me again how easy it is to go to get one yard. That's what they should have done. Okay. I'd kick that field goal 10 out of 10 times now watching this miserable offense try and get a yard. But as bad as he is, and as bad as some of the decisions this GM has made, I can't imagine really moving on from them again. I can't imagine the Giants being in flux like this every two years like clockwork. It can't happen. At some point, you have to have some stability. At some point, you have to just you know, trust what you saw year one and hope that it was a, a, a bad, just a one of those years that nothing works. You're going to get a new quarterback. And that's kind of what this coach was known for, right? He developed Josh Allen. He's been a, an offensive guy. He's been a quarterback whisperer on some level. And it just seems like that's, you just can't, you can't do it. You can't move on from him. But I will say there is one scenario where I could possibly see it. And... I don't know if I even like it, but if Jim Harbaugh is out at Michigan, which clearly it looks like there's a chance of that, they're embroiled in this cheating scandal. They they find they they finally let he resigned the the coach who is uh, scallions who was doing the the cheating. He's gone. And it just feels like the momentum. Now they're talking about they have proof that uh, Ohio State was behind the investigation to look into their cheating and all the nonsense. But clearly, a lot of the coaches in the Big Ten are pissed off. And this is now a a situation for Michigan. And typically, when this, these situations arise, if the coach has another option, he'll take it. And without question, whatever is going on with the cheating scandal at Michigan, Jim Harbaugh is thought of as a, a very good coach who's had success in the NFL. That success everywhere he's gone, and in particular, the NFL and the way he was able to turn around the 49ers and to take them back to a Super Bowl with a quarterback that you know, let's be honest, not many people think is very good to bring him here to entice him with a top pick and a quarterback that I'm sure he's very familiar with coaching in college. One of these kids that he would believe in, if they get a first or second pick in particular to draft either Caleb Williams or Drake May, could he be enticed to come to the New York Giants, run the show, and develop and coach one of these top quarterbacks coming out of college? And if he would be willing to, is that something the Giants should consider? Now, I talk about stability. Harbaugh is not really known for his stability, He's kind of a quick fix, and once once things kind of start going in the right direction, he son- suddenly runs out of favor with whoever he's working with. It doesn't seem to last. But as much as I don't think you can move on from Dable, that is one scenario to get Harboy in here, who obviously works with quarterbacks, who obviously knows offense, who's been a successful head coach in the NFL. If he would be willing to come here, do you take that chance? I don't even know if I do it, but it's the only one I'm having a conversation about. Like now that I talked about um, Bill Belichick early on, he's having a miserable year, and it came out that he signed a long-term deal. You have to trade for him. I don't know if I want to trade pieces or trade a pick to go get Bill Belichick at this point right now, and especially I think he's been such a, a done a dreadful job as the GM. He would only I would only have him as the coach. Is he willing to do that? And it, it's too many questions with Belichick now, but Harbaugh. I don't know if I even do it, but it's the only thing that would pique my interest where I would consider moving on from Dable. Anything else, I just can't do it. I can't keep changing coaches every two years, but if I get someone like that, where I know, okay, I'm certainly not getting rid of him after two years, he's our guy here until he doesn't want to be or until this completely fails. Like for that, for that name, for that coach, I'd probably be, I'd at least entertain the idea. But anybody else, like, I think they just have to trust him. And trust whatever he thinks. Like if they whatever quarterback he believes in, I think there is a route. You could see where it doesn't have to be May or Drake. Uh it could uh, excuse me, Caleb Williams or Drake May, who now Caleb Williams is under some scrutiny because after the game uh the other day, he goes into the crowd with his mom and is is openly weeping. And you know, some people will tell you that show like I saw RG Three talk about oh, you can see how much he cares and how much he's invested. And this is exactly what the kind of passion for the game and love of the game you want. And then after the game, he's talking about he just wants to cuddle up with his dog. He's so miserable. Oh, you know, he loves and he lives and breathes this. And that's exactly what you want. And then I'm sure there are others who will tell you, can he handle the NFL? Is that a sign of weakness that he's, he's openly crying? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm never one for that. I see what he does on the field, and it's been pretty damn good. And he's grading out as one of the best prospects in college football in the, in the last decade. And Drake May, the same thing. I, I've I've read articles where he is ahead in some people's list as the number one quarterback coming out of college. And not because of crying, but because of the play on the field. If those two are there, if they're at the top two, if if those two are possible come draft day, that's a no-brainer. But even some of the other guys down the line, if Gable likes a guy, he's got to draft him, and I got to trust someone. I can't continue to play this game. And new coach, new coach, new coach, new coach, every two years. It's, it's amazing that the second year of all these guys have been so bad. So bad. And it's getting there. Don't get me wrong. I know Joe Judge was, you know, doing quarterback sneaks at his own goal line and and taking on other coaches and saying dumb things at press conferences. I know he kind of yapped his way into getting fired and how miserable it was. And I understand what happened at the end of McAdoo's tenure and how the team just gave up on him and he, he benches Eli Manning for Geno Smith and just all that all contributed into this. This is as bad as any of that. This is as bad as any of that. If they hadn't just, if this is coming off Coughlin, Dable might be fired. I don't know. But the fact that it's, I mean, he's almost getting the benefit of the failures before him because I can't do this anymore. Like, if I'm John Mara, how can you continue to do this? Like, you can't just, I mean, if you know, you know, but he's given you enough the year before where you feel you can buy into this a little bit. And plus, you know, you're going to be drafting a quarterback, and that's kind of his specialty. What got him the head coaching job is what he did with Josh Allen. That's what got him a head coaching job. The development of the project quarterback that Allen was, and people were kind of afraid to draft him. He was at the, you know, he's as talented as anyone, throw the football as far as anyone, uh, as strong as anyone, uh, you know, was the athlete as good as anyone. And yet, still, the teams at the top of the draft stayed away because he was a bit of a project and a bit of an unknown, playing for a college that didn't have the competition and this and that. And he went there to Buffalo. They took a chance. And Brian Dable, you know, turned him into that project of being one of the best quarterbacks in the league and an MVP candidate on a year-in and year-out basis and a team that's owned the AFC East the last handful of years. That's why he got the job. If he was a defensive coach, maybe he doesn't get the benefit. But knowing where you are with this franchise, knowing it's now the second build of this regime, knowing you are going to be starting with a rookie quarterback. All of that, plus the idea that the last three coaches have all failed after year two. Um, There is no appetite inside this Giants organization to move on from Dayball, and ultimately, he's shown enough the year before, and what his skill set is in developing quarterbacks. And at least, listen, this year's been a failure with Daniel Jones. He also brought out the best in Daniel Jones. He also got Daniel Jones running more than ever. He got Daniel Jones playing as well as ever, I got Daniel Jones to win a playoff game on the road. It's all come crashing and burning, but ultimately, considering where this team is and what they need, I still think Dable's the guy. Unless, unless Harbaugh would be interested, then I'd have to think about it. But other than that, you you can't continue to move on. You can't fire him just because this year's been bad, and it has been bad. It has been out and out a colossal failure and it hurts more than almost any other previous years because there was hope last year. It was the beginning of something new, and already we're on to trying to rebuild something new again. And it's watching all these games and hoping they lose is going to be a rough end of the year. But hey, on the positive side, Saquon Barkley's still here. You can watch Saquon Barkley play. It's going to be great. He might even get like 100 yards a game or two. Pumped. I'm pumped about it.